If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. But let me explain. It is free, people. They have creative tools that will allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, which will make your life a lot easier. And this way it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and many other apps that play podcasts. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Just go to the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm online to get started and you can thank me later. Hello and welcome to our world with your hosts, Ned Boy and Doc. Ned, my friend, how are you today? Everything's good. This is a good sports weekend this past weekend. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Well, let's let's get to one that uh, I did not watch, I must admit. I did not watch Bonner versus uh, Mikey. What the hell is Mikey's last name? Garcia. Okay. Yeah. From what I read, Garcia kind of like smoked him the whole twelve rounds, and I'm glad I didn't watch it. What was your take on the fight? Um, yeah, Garcia basically he probably lost two or the three, two or three rounds, but he put on a, basically a clinic, and I didn't even realize that Brona dropped down in weight, so he was basically the stronger guy because Mikey went up in weight, and he still lost. Yeah, well, that guy's, uh, you know what? I have not had a lot of experience actually watching him fight over the course of his career. I've heard his mouth more than I've seen him throw his hands. So. Exactly. He, he, what they say, you, you, uh, your mouth right checks that your ass can't cash. Well, he, so he makes a lot of those checks, huh? Yeah, but he, he is a four-time a world games. champ, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think he lost, this is his third loss right now. Which mm. is weird because... In boxing, people like after you lose two or three, they be like, "Oh, he's done." Yeah, you know what it is. You sell fights on undefeated ones and zeros at the end of your record. Yeah. So, uh, but was it an entertaining fight? Even though you know you can get smoked and still be entertaining. Yeah, it was an entertaining fight. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, I actually watched it live and then switched over to UFC. So, I actually missed the first fight of UFC. I. When the Bruno fight was over, I think Lawler was fighting Cerrone. Okay, well, I, I you know, I'm one of those UFC. I guess you could say right now, at this point in time in my life, I am a UFC uh, hardcore fan. So I yeah. watch from early prelims on. I mean, I, it's hours and hours of my life devoted to UFC when they have a card. And uh, the early prelims, they had two women. Karan fought Albu, a Russian chick fought this American. And these two fucking women went at it, just like I normally am used to seeing women from bell to bell. Busted faces, blood everywhere, nonstop action. Uh, I recommend if somebody wants to go back and, like, you want to, like, you haven't seen the card and you want to see a fight, 
You could see that fight on the early card. Uh, that was the early prelims. Now the prelims, Lamas fought Knight. This guy Knight. That was an outstanding fight also. And these are both like rising fighters, like a Walter Waite in the UFC. Yep. You know, every once in a while, those early fights give you gems. Now, you are, you watched the main card, so that meant you missed the Vulcan versus Manoa fight. Yeah, I, I missed that fight. Listen, I'm going to tell you now. This fucking Vulcan, he's a light heavyweight, which means he's in Jones and Comier's weight class. This fucking guy has been in the UFC for three fights, and he has ran through. And I'm talking running through. Jimmy Manawa is not like uh, roast beef, easy pickings. <laughs> he ran through Jimmy Manawa like if he was fighting me. <laughs> and then even at the end of the fight when Joe Rogan interviewed him, he said, I didn't even know I had that kind of power in my left hand. This is my other hand. I fucked him up with he he basically put Jimmy Manoa on Queer Street from the very first punch and he never recovered from the very first punch. Damn. Now I'm gonna tell you one thing. I'll I'll pick up now from where you were. Cowboy and Robbie Lawler. That fucking first round, Lawler came out there like his ass was on fire. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like if somebody literally in the corner took a fucking uh, flamethrower and put it on his ass and he ran out. I mean, because that was, that was a damn good first round. I, you know what? I could have went either way. I could have went with uh, Cowboy winning the fight too. Yeah, that fight, it, it was close. Uh, the second round, Cowboy, I guess it depends on who the judges gave the third round for. Yeah, Cowboy ran through. The, the second round... Robbie Lawler was like on Mars somewhere. He barely threw punches or anything. Now, uh, I would, uh, uh, when, when, even when they said the decision, Cowboy looked kind of like he didn't even know which way it was going to go. So Yeah, I think Robbie said the same thing also. He was like, you know what, I think I won the first round. He definitely won the second round, and I don't know about the third. But I will say one thing. UFC 214 gave me my new superhero. Who's that? Avenger. The woman who fought Cyborg. (laughs) Miss, I tip my fucking hat to you. I bow to you. That woman's ball sack is humongous, man. Yeah, and I did like that Joe Rogan and and was giving her her praise. Meanwhile, saying that the other girl who gave up the championship was just plain scared. Duranime. Yeah. You know what? I'm shocked to find out. I had to look up uh, Jermaine, uh, uh, Ramona, some shit like that, Jermaine mate. I cannot believe that uh, Dana White has actually signed her for future cards. She'll be fighting on a card coming up soon. Yeah, because he dropped back down to... 135. Yeah, so she wouldn't have to fight Cyborg. This, uh, you know what? Cyborg scares the bejesus out of people, but this woman did... Until she could not take any more, she kept trying. Yeah. And, and she was she was trying to go down, and she wasn't blocking her face at all. I was like, is this lady, is this her first fight? No. But you know what? She did something some, nobody has ever done. She actually took Cyborg down once. Yeah. 
In her career, she has never been taken down. Now, I will say one thing. This is like a two-parter. This is a big fuck you to Dana White because I predicted while I was watching the fight with my wife, Dana White, I said by Monday, Dana White is going to say something stupid. And it always involves Tyron Woodley. Oh, yeah. He started at the post-fight conference. And you know what? It wasn't 12 hours later because by Sunday morning, around 11 o'clock, there was already articles on ESPN and, oh, man, he fucked himself. I can't stand how he does. Listen, you do not go to the ground with a dude named the Submission Magician. And on top of it, if you really look at it, Woodley put on such a fucking show getting out of 20 take. 20-plus takedown attempts. That was magical to do that. I mean, I think you would tip your hat to him instead of uh, rounding on him. Yeah, he's like, oh, we had a record set. I think the lowest anyone ever thrown punches was like 139. It was like they even came way lower than that. Well, how many fucking punches did uh, Damian Maya throw? That's exactly So I'm like, so you just—he said that Woodley could have finished him in the first round once his eye was. He's like, cause the guy only had one eye. I'm like, I, would you rather play it safe or go in and then get hit and get knocked out, or have the guy possibly put a submission move on you? He won the fight. And on top As a of a fighter, it. you go you go out to win the fight. Okay, I found out their their salaries for the fight. Woodley made five hundred grand. Willie made five hundred grand because he had that Gordy Gold belt around his waist. Willie lose this fight, he goes back down to a hundred thousand dollar fight. Fuck that, man! You wake up, you want, the goal is to wake up Sunday morning with the belt. Yeah, he's still saying, oh, but he's not going to get that GSP fight. You know what? He was never going to give him the GSP fight because I'm going to. This is just my opinion. GSP is a payday for his butt buddy. Because the first person who named he pulled out of the rabbit's hat, who's not even in his weight class, was Big Spin. Yeah. You know, GSP fought at 155. Now he has to fight this 170-pound or 185-pound man. He's not even in his weight class. That was a present. Anything so Big Spin does not have to put his title on the fucking line, which makes no sense at all. It'll be two years, and Big Spin has not defended his belt one time. Yeah, that makes no sense. You know, the, the only champion in the history of championships who even comes close to that is not even a real champion. His name is Brock Lesnar. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? He got the same contract as Brock Lesnar has with the WWE? Beta yeah, can't force him to fight? Or should you have to relinquish the belt? No, not when he's fisting you and you love it. <laughs> Fuck that. That's like his, his English Irish homeboy. Fuck it. You ain't gotta We'll let all these other guys kill each other. Romero, Jacare, uh, Rob Patterson. They'll all fight each other and the whole time you'll be the announcer. That's the funny thing about it. Bixman's the fucking announcer while guys are fighting for his belt. Yeah, that makes no sense. Does that make any sense? They need to do something with him. Then the the other people in his weight class got to start speaking up, or just don't fight. Nobody in the weight class fighting to the belt. Yeah, have but, interim title if he doesn't want to fight. Yeah, but he did have the interim belt, and it was Romero versus Patterson. 
and yeah, Patterson yeah. Uh, won. So, one, but yeah. you would think the very next fight by law has to be the interim champion versus the reigning defending champion. Yep. But Dana says, no, that's off the table. We're going to take this guy who's been retired for three years, who's smaller, and that's who you're going to fight champion instead. See, but he only does that for two people, Connor and Big Spin. You know? guys. Now, the you know naturally the 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 showstopper everything was based on Jones and Cormier, and to tell you the guys on the truth, in my opinion, I don't think I ever seen Daniel look better. Oh yeah, yeah, look good. Uh, even though I, I still didn't think that Jones was down on the card, some people thought that he would have been down in points. No, I think that Jones was actually winning the fight, but this would have been. If it would have kept going, but, you know, that's uh, me saying ifs and what's, that shit don't exist. Uh, if it would have kept going like that, it would have been a classic battle. Comier would have lost a decision, and more than likely unanimously, I'm going to give Jones credit. Jones came in there in shape. Jones came in there smart. He does not let Comier take him down. He delivered that kick out of, like, that was his RKO out of nowhere. Yeah, that was out of nowhere. And then on top of it, the thing that I'm most happy with was Jones was classy when they gave him that fucking mic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, I was totally in shock because I did not expect that. I expected, ha-ha, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, can't, can't really kick a guy when he's down. That must have been the second time he was down. So it would have been hard to kick him this time. Yeah, so I... Uh, I tipped my hat. I thought that was a very good fight because we did DC when they when DC finally woke up. I guess he thought the he was still supposed to be fighting. He didn't know where the fuck he was when Joe Rogan put that. And you know what? I think Joe Rogan has fallen on the sword for the uh, UFC. I've yeah. heard Joe Rogan many times say, "I don't talk to fighters after they get knocked out." Yeah. I think they the producer went in his ear and said, "Go over there and talk to Daniel," but he's taking the blame. He's being a company oh, yeah. man. Oh, yeah. That's just my thing. I would say I kind of felt like he was being a sore loser when he wouldn't let the uh, – wouldn't stand with Jones when the ref raised Jones' hands. But you want to know something? You got to kind of forgive D.C. D.C. didn't know if he was at Hershey, Pennsylvania <laughs> or if he was getting ready to get on uh, a ride at uh, one of those fucking um, uh, great adventures. So – it's not like he, think, that you, wasn't Daniel think, Cormier standing there. That was just his body. Uh, <laughs> you think the ref not the you think the ref let him take one punch too many? I think it was sure. actually three punches too many. You know what? Uh, Big John McCarthy did his best impersonation of Herb Dean. Because okay. one day Herb Dean's just gonna let somebody die in front of him. <laughs> but I think I think he was letting him take the punch. Because the way his body was positioned, it looked like he was trying to block. And then he didn't want to call it, and then people say he called the fight too soon until it was very obvious that DC was knocked out. Yeah, well, yeah, you know how that goes, man. But it's a damn if you do. It, that, it's the hurt business, man. People are going to get hurt. Daniel's going to get hurt. You know, he's never been on the end of that, so it, it kind of fucked him up. Uh, and besides, man, they, they said clearly he was concussed. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, 
Let me ask Jones you. Jones was throwing blows when he was on the floor. Oh, it was you know it was it was a beautiful thing. They, uh, Danny was throwing blows. He was throwing blows. He doing those kicks. He looked like he was in great shape. Looked like he could really go five rounds hard. UFC actually pulled off the card that they wanted to pull off. Yeah. You know, other than Dana bitching about uh, Woodley. Styles make fights, they say in boxing, right? Yep. If you're going to get a guy who just wants to be on the ground, matter of fact, he gets knocked down and invites you to the ground, oh, yeah, the guy that does not want to stand up. <laughs> that was hilarious. What about saying, you know what, I'm not fucking, um, I'm not hiring Damon Meyer to do no more of that bullshit. Yeah. But instead, you you go to Tyron. But you know what? I don't want to spend too much time on Dana. He just gives me agita. Now, let me ask you a question, because I promised that I would do this. In your car, do you use those trees, those uh, fragrance trees? No. I use the thing that goes into the, that you clip onto the vent. Okay. Well, I, I have, I have a, a, a little tip that could save everybody some money on keeping your car smelling beautiful. Those most people use those fucking trees, man. Them trees are like 350 for three of them. Them shits don't last for 3 to 5 days. <laughs> uh, me personally, those fucking renewed sticks and that little gel pack, that's bullshit. That doesn't I don't even smell that in my car. So I found those two to be garbage also. What I learned was this. Take your stupid tree that you get. It's quite simple. Go buy yourself an oil that you like, especially New Yorkers. They sell these fucking oils everywhere. You can get them in the street. You can get them in, like, these shops. You can get them at Walmart, Target. You know, these little fucking oils that you would burn in a burner. Yeah. Take your tree, put a good four or five drops on the tree. That shit will last months. Because it's concentrated. Uh, so you don't have to constantly keep going out and buying. It'll be your favorite smell. It'll be concentrated. It'll release itself as it goes. You ain't got to worry about spending money. You spend 4 or $5 on a little bottle of oil. Shit lasts you a whole year long. No buying, no stupid. Because I swear, that little gel pack that you put in the vent, that yeah. shit don't do nothing for me. And they got those little renewer things that look like uh, clothes hangers. Those are garbage too. Yeah, I never saw that. Well, they sell them. They 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 got they all over the place. They got the little re, renew ball on on the head. And I hate wasting money on that because if you really think about it, if you're spending four to eight dollars per month to just keep your car smelling good, times that shit by twelve. What you talking about? Yep. You talking about? You ain't no gas, no nothing else. But just to keep the car smelling fresh, you're talking to spending seventy to a hundred and something dollars a year. Fuck that. That was a tip somebody gave me, and I'm just passing along because most people don't think about it. No, not at all. Yeah, but I do like to have my ride smell. Even though nobody's allowed to drink, eat, or smoke in my vehicle, that shit is not a. Uh, it's not even an option. You hungry, eat where you came from. You thirsty, it better be water. Because you ain't fucking up my leather seats. Yep. Well, hello. Oh. I'm here. Yeah, I thought I got disconnected. No, you didn't. 
our good old president, man. Well, fuck, man. I apologize. Not my president. This fucking idiot, man, basically comes out and says that police brutality is fine. Yeah, I saw that because uh, when he was in Brentwood. And even, this is what we said last week. If you go to the Boy Scouts and the Boy Scouts have denounced you as soon as you leave, and then multiple police uh, companies have to denounce what you said as well, you're a fucking failure. I mean, as he, did, did, people do realize this, right? You can be arrested by the police and be 100% innocent. The police being arrested does not make you guilty of any crime. Stop exactly. watching so fucking much television. You're not guilty of anything. You're just arrested. You know, well, it's okay for me to be arrested and get my head bashed in. Not knowing if you have a pre, pre-existing condition, uh, you might have a fucking aneurysm sitting up there and they knock your head into the car door and, and now you get, uh, now you go into a stroke or something. Now, what about if it's one of his big time? You know, big time boys get arrested too. Should they bust their fucking heads up against the side of the car? Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand these people, man. This man, this man is a lunatic. And the fucked up net. The fucked up part about this is we're dealing with this North Korean lunatic. We need a real president in office. Yeah, we're, we're definitely, we're, if he remains president within the next, we still got three years to go, uh, I'm pretty sure we're going to end up in some form of a war. A major war. Fuck around, it's going to end up being a world war. Yeah, and see, now you got, like I said, this Kim Jong-il is, is I, I, I think he's kind of a piece of shit and a liar, but he's talking about now he has a missile that could hit the U.S. Yeah, uh, I read that the Hawaii is now going back to doing, um, you know, missile drills in schools and stuff. I don't know if you ever remember when we was, when we was younger. I know I, I actually had, when we was younger, we had drills in school where you had to, like, go in the hallway or duck and get under your desk. So no, Hawaii's not... starting Hawaii's starting those drills again. See, now that, that, that doesn't even make sense. Now, if we had somebody, a real... Number 45, sitting in Washington on Pennsylvania Avenue, he would put shit like this to rest. You don't threaten the United States of America with nuclear warfare. Not when... Yeah. The only I people... think the problem is they don't want to deal with... They're saying China has to deal with North Korea. And China's like, fuck you, you deal with North Korea. Yeah. They're not threatening China. They're threatening us. Yeah. But New York, New York, if we go to war with them, we lose, so we might lose support from China. There's some protections that they have for either China or Japan. Right. And I don't think we want to go to, I don't think we can afford to go to war with China. Right. China is the problem. Japan, we have put, we have made Japan such our bitches that they yeah, yeah. really are depending upon us to fight their battles. Yeah, you don't want to uh, nuke, but someone drop a nuke on you. No, no. And you know what? We already know the targets. The targets are always going to remain the same. New York, D.C. You hurt America the most by New York. You can 
potentially kill six to seven million people, boom, basically in a, in a two, three week span. Because yeah. what the bomb don't get, the fumes will get them. But now the world will never be the same. See, here's something I did some research on. Between the U.S. and Russia, we own over 99% of all the fucking nukes. There's only like a 1% that five other countries share. That's what I don't understand. I was like, we could blow North Korea off the map. We could probably knock their army out in a week's span. So I don't know... I, I I don't follow the the rules of engagement or anything like that, but I don't understand what's the problem. Hmm. I mean, okay, you you might lose some some issues to China. I know we owe China a bunch of damn money, but if you're being threatened, what are you supposed to do? I mean, we've taken out uh, what's the damn guy name in Iraq that we that technically we shouldn't even been over there. Saddam. Saddam. He took Saddam out. And no one had to, I said, is it, is it, when you're in the Muslim country, there's no problem with taking out the head of the Muslim country. No, nobody gives a fuck about that. <laughs> nobody. But we took Saddam out, and we took his children out. We took the Shah out. We, we've we we taken out a couple of Muslim leaders. You know what I mean? Meanwhile, North Korea's been a problem I, I, before I became an adult, so... I don't know what's the problem. What's the issue? Yeah, but see, the the main issue is we don't even have somebody rational that we could have discuss this even with us. No, yeah. Trump doesn't have the ability to stand in front of the general public, the American general public, and give us the time of day and convince everybody that it's one the proper time that he's given us because he, he would actually say it's two fourteen. He would give it to us sarcastically insult Obama. Uh, tell you that. I mean, didn't I just hear him say that like a week ago that he might be at this present time, the greatest, most presidential president who ever lived since ever Lincoln. Lived. His, 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 his pr- approval rating is like at 30 or 40%. He or he said he could be the most presidential yeah. president. I mean, so why the fuck wouldn't you want to be the very best you could be? Yeah, I don't understand these people. It's like when Obama was president. Obama was talking about being diplomatic and actually speaking to these people. Then you had a lot of people coming out saying, "Oh, you shouldn't talk to them. You can't. You can't go to war with them. You can't talk to them. So what the hell you want people to do?" Only thing he could do was sanction this, that, and the other. That's the only. That's the thing that kills North Korea. They got so many fucking sanctions that anything that they don't have over there, they can't get. Yeah, that's what. I, but that's what I don't even think they care. Well, Kim Jong Un doesn't care. Yeah, he doesn't care if his people suffer. Yeah, he's a dictator. He doesn't. Yeah, as long as he gets his, he doesn't care. That's right. I mean, he could walk around with that fucked up hairdo, and people got to say. Matter of fact. Most of the men in the country got to get it just to, to say, I love him so much. And that's yeah, one I'm fucked up thing we got. They require everyone in there who lives in North Korea to go to the military, right? Yeah, yeah, but that's not the only country that does that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we're still in war in Afghanistan and Iraq. 
Can we really afford to go to another war? No, I mean, well, we already depleting everything. I mean, you know what? Right now, I feel bad for all my fellow Americans, even the ones that's sleeping, that their fucking heads are in the sand and they think that everything is fine. I mean, because not only do we have international problems, now Trump doesn't even vet people enough where he brings on this fucking Scalamooch character. No, oh, yeah. I mean, what kind of man wife files for divorce two weeks after giving birth to their child? Yep. I mean, how fucked up a person? How ma- he might have missed his own childbirth, according to reports, because he was on Air Force One or was Trump somewhere. Yeah, yeah. He saw his head is so far up Trump's ass. I mean, because that was part of the reason she she's not a Trump fan. So I tip my hat to Miss Scalamooch for as long as she's Miss Scalamooch. Well, according to him, he wasn't a Trump fan either. Then what is this about? Power, position? A couple, a couple, when Trump was running for president, they have him on tape saying that Trump is a fraud and all this other stuff. And all of a sudden, Trump must be put some Vaseline on the pole and he started taking it up the ass. So that means that means Scalamuccia probably lasts two to three months at most. Yeah, I think he just want to be. From reports that I've been reading, is that this guy has always wanted to be like some form of a political analyst or have his own show on like Fox News or something like that. So this is his stepping stone to getting that. Okay, so this is this is a way in the door. Yeah, but before we. Uh, since we're on the Trump topic, you know the the Tommy Lauren chick, the the young chick, white lady with blonde that's always anti everything. Fox. Uh, she used to be on not Fox, but she used to be on the Blaze. Young girl, she's she's she was very anti Obama and everything that Obama did. Okay, she was Glenn Beck's side. Yeah, Glenn Beck's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was in. Uh, they had a Politicon this weekend. And Chelsea Handler was her. Chelsea Handler had a panel, and she was talking about how much she hates Obamacare and it's not good for America. So Chelsea Handler asked her, "What health insurance do you have?" And she said, "Oh, I'm only 24, so I'm still covered under my parents' health insurance." So Chelsea Handler's like, "Uh, that's a part of Obamacare. It allows you to stay on your parents until you're 26." But meanwhile, you spent 18 minutes saying Obamacare sucks and all this, and come to find out you actually benefit from it. You know what? Obama is, I just don't like anything that black guy did. That's all that yeah. is. Yeah. Exactly. Forget, forget the facts. I just don't like what that black guy did. You understand? I don't, I don't understand. If I, he said good morning, from now on, good morning means fuck you. Yeah. I don't understand. I really wish... I mean, he's not running for office anymore. I really wish he could sit, Obama could sit down right now and tell it like it is. You know what? Tell Obama's all a classic shit that guy. Happened, all the shit that happened that, because I feel like in this country, we don't discuss race enough. You was the first black president. So now you can equate that to certain things that you may have deemed <clears throat> racist that other people might not know about. But you know one thing I will say about that, Net? Let's not forget, no matter what, Obama is a part of the wheel. He is a part of the wheel. But he's all, I mean, you're not, you can't run for anything else. No, but he's a part of the wheel. His finance, I mean, 
he could not dream of the amount of money that his name, his showing up, his doing a book is worth. Uh, he is not jeopardizing any of it. He, he, he gave you what he could. I give him credit he, for that. But remember, people hated uh, Carter, and now no one even talks bad about Carter anymore. He's still alive. Yeah, Carter. I just think, dude, you already got more money than you could live off this for the rest of your life. Yeah, but there ain't never enough one to get some. Never, man. Like I said, Obama. I, I had. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and be no fucking fraud. I only miss Obama because Trump is so bad. I actually was not an Obama supporter because there was a lot of things that I seen that he let slide. Let's not forget the explosion of this fucking murdering black men in the streets happened on his watch. His watch. And he didn't say almost anything to he was almost out of office. I mean, almost nothing. He ignored it, even though he had made promises, him and the fucking that secretary of state, he put a sister as the uh, no, attorney general. And she was, I'm going to come up with these committees and subcommittees and uh, civilian reviews. And you know what happened to her? Nothing. Nothing. It never, it never happened. Let's not forget Detroit with that fucking brown water happened on his watch. And those were his people. Chicago happened on his watch. He never did anything to step into Chicago. He barely ever even mentioned fucking Chicago. And Chicago has more deaths almost on a weekend than Afghanistan. Yeah, Chicago was like Afghanistan of the United States. Yeah, we don't even want to, we don't even like to mention Chicago exists internationally anymore because it's a blight and an embarrassment. And it doesn't stop. I mean, shit, sometimes on a weekend, you could pick up the paper and literally it's a 50 people shot in Chicago in a weekend. Yeah, I don't know what the hell is wrong with Chicago. You know, so he, he had his stuff. And we have to realize he is a big, he was a senator. He was a part of the machine then. He became the president. He was definitely a big part of the machine then. He's now a retired president or former president, however you word that. He's definitely still a part of the machine because we don't know the aspirations that he has for one of those two girls. One day, they might be running for president of the United States. The oldest one looks like she can't wait to get out of the White House. Yeah, you know? So it's a... Uh, they, they're all a part of the fucking machine. Once they get it plugged in the machine, they get in the matrix, they're in the matrix. None of oh, them blow we, up the we, matrix. We need someone to then blow it up, even though it, Donald Trump was supposed to be that guy to shake up shake up uh, politics, but obviously this guy is fucking blind. Yeah, he's shaking up politics in a different way, Ned. He's trying to make it explode, implode. He's, yeah, he's... He's a bomb. He got on TV and just said, oh, we can't pass health care. We'll just let this one uh, implode. Yeah, he's, you know what? We could almost guarantee, it's almost a guarantee that I can say, okay, we do a show twice a week. I'm trying my best not to have a major Trump discussion twice a week. But you <laughs> almost are irresponsible if you don't spend two to three minutes, and I'm talking every newscast, every morning show, 
every fucking almost the sports section could do it. Yeah. He is like Trump is like having fucking LeBron ball in the White House. Well, technically, he has a feature on ESPN because they're always talking about the team that's not going or are they going to the White House. Okay, then. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's a, the same shit. Just take one head and switch it on the other. Two assholes. LeVar Ball, <laughs> Donald Trump. <laughs> the same shit. I mean, so now here's the one thing that Donald Trump has done. Donald Trump has made it to almost everybody who doesn't have a criminal record is truly eligible to run for fucking president. You can be a dog catcher. You could be the clan head leader and none of that shit matters anymore. If the people like you, you couldn't fucking run. Because yeah, uh, Remember the, one of the episodes of Last Chance You and that big fat guy in Mississippi was talking about how Trump was going to shake things up. And I was like, you see these people in these backwoods they really believe what this guy says. Oh yeah, yeah. They they their head is so far. They like ostriches. Their heads are dig so far under that dirt, man. That's crazy. Hmm. But we need something lighter now. Let me ask you. Oh no, I'm not gonna ask you a question. I'm gonna tell you. This weekend, I finally broke down, and it broke my heart, man. Somebody should have told me to stay away. I seen Logan. Logan was oh, actually Logan. a very good movie, but God yeah. damn, it was sad, man. That was yeah, my was Wolverine, <laughs> and that was <laughs> that was Professor Xavier, and to see them old, injured, not able, man, that was hard pill to swallow. Yeah, that was that was a, that was a tough one. He was very vulnerable in that movie. I mean. It was a hard one. I need X-Men to now go and make another movie. Well, I know he's done with Wolverine and Logan, but I need X-Men now to make another movie where we go back a little further in the past so I could see, you know, the X-Men kicking ass. I think, if I'm not mistaken, they have another X-Men movie coming out. But I don't know how they're going to touch on if they're going to replace Wolverine or how this is going to work, then uh, Hugh Jackman is not going to play that character anymore. Oh, well, they're going to have to have him on a mission somewhere if they're going back in time. Yeah. Now, I did also see a movie that I'm very disappointed in, not the movie, but I'm very disappointed in the people. I think the people did a shit job of describing this movie or giving it any love. I actually might be in the minority, but I was very pleased with the Suicide Squad. Oh, I enjoyed Suicide Squad. I enjoyed it, and I hate the fact that all the reviewers dogged it out, like almost like they were telling you not to see this movie. And I say, see this fucking movie. I enjoyed that movie. I thought Will Smith did a good job. I thought Rob, the lady that played Harley Quinn, uh, I think her name was Robbie Gold, but I'm not too sure. So she did an awesome job, and they was, to me, they led the whole movie. Rob, Margaret Robbie. Yeah, Margaret Robbie. Okay, yeah. I thought she played an excellent role as Harley Quinn. I enjoyed the movie. I mean, could some things have been done better? Sure. But for the on the whole, I liked it. I liked it a lot. So, you know, I uh, what I'm looking forward to, do you watch uh, Hard Knocks? Uh, Hard Knocks, NFL the Hard Knocks. series, right? Yeah, I have it, if it's been on, I watch it. But I have it. I think 
started already. I haven't watched this season. No, no, no. It doesn't come back to August 8th, people. But I am, like, looking forward to that because the NFL tips off Thursday night. The whole yeah, thing. I don't game. watch anything NFL until week one. No, I actually, I watch. Now, I won't watch. It's funny. I watch preseason one, preseason two, preseason three. But you don't watch preseason four. The reason you don't watch the fourth game in the preseason, no regular players play in the fourth. Regular players play in the first game, the second game, and the third game. They might only play a half, but they play. Because you've got to have your quarterback out there throwing some balls. Your receivers catching some balls. But the fourth game, they rest everybody. And the guys that play in that fourth game be dudes from, like, ECMU. You know, uh, last <laughs> chance you. But I'm looking forward to hard knocks. And this year is going to be uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Always learn about new players. I, and I like I like those kind of – I'm not a big reality television fan, but I'm a fan of that kind of reality television. That, Ultimate Fighter. I, shit, I even watch uh, Master Inc. I, shit, I, oh, I, I like that show. Uh, it made, Master Inc. made me realize that a lot of ta- great tattoo artists live in Las Vegas. Oh, you, you watch it too? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, I, I enjoyed Master Inc. Yes, I do. As a matter of fact – my wife has been watching that for years, and I used to always tell her, get the fuck out of here. I'm not watching that crap. And then last year, we were sitting around, summer months, nothing's on. So watch the show with me. And I was like, hey, man, this is pretty fucking good. I like it. So now I'm, I'm invested, and I'm a fan. It also shows you what's shitty tattoos and what's good tattoos. Oh, yeah. They, they, they kind of explain. These guys break down tattoos like if they're, well, like, they do it from an expert point of view. Yeah, I wish I would have watched. I wish this show would have been normal before I got my first tattoo. Hmm. Because they're going it. This shit sucks. I wish I could get it lasered off. Well, you can always get a cover up if you got a good enough artist. Trust me. Well, it's a lot. I put the. I added the tribal signs around it, so I think a cover would be kind of hard. Because it's all like black ink. Oh, see, now that's what a tattoo artist was supposed to tell you what that they what they could do. Yeah. I got like four cover ups and you can't tell that I have cover ups because okay. I what I did was I decided to go with two sleeves. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm from shoulder to wrist on both arms. And what what I did was I had this tattoo artist in Brooklyn, Craig. I love Craig. When Craig left New York, he broke my heart. <laughs> and you know, me and Craig would spend sometimes to do one arm would take four months and we would spend four hours every once a month on a Saturday. This way he didn't beat my body up. Yeah. And he would do it slowly by slowly, by slowly, by slowly. I mean, that shit costs a lot of money. And before you know it, I'm, I'm completely happy. I'm happy for life. You know, I, I look at my tattoos compared to a lot of other people's tattoos and I say, mine's a hell of a lot better than yours. You you're in the NBA and the NFL. You're and a, a professional rapper, and yours look like shit. And mine's look like I'm the fucking athlete or the rapper. <laughs> I see this girl on the train the other day, and her face was tatted. Well, she had tattoos everywhere, but her face was heavily tattooed too. And I was like, someone not love you as a child. Hmm. And I'm gonna tell you one thing, man. Uh, this is the God's honest truth. And I ain't talking ghetto, but I'm talking about nationally. If you look around, women's tattoos are so much better than men's. So much better than men's. 
It's like women put some thought into it. Do you think you have better ideas? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay. They put more thought. They don't just go and say, first of all, here's a a rule from a person who has, uh, if you break them down, let's say I have 125 tattoos. Let's just break it down between legs, chest, back, arms, blah, 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 neck, 120 tattoos. So I think I know, I have a little bit of expertise on tattoos. Never fucking get anything off a wall. Don't get anything off a fucking wall. Take an eye. You could take an idea from a wall. If your artist cannot draw, say go in a tattoo parlor Saturday. And you tell that motherfucker, I'll be back next Saturday. No, you ain't touching me today. And, and you give him an idea and you want them to freehand. If he cannot freehand it, if they cannot draw it, don't let somebody stick you for life with a needle if they can't draw something freehand. Yeah, yeah. If they can only go fucking trace, then that's a problem. Yeah. You learn to trace when you're in about kindergarten. Yeah. <laughs> so that means there's no originality. Not to say that I don't have one or two, but they've been incorporated inside my um, sleeve, so you can't even tell anymore. Yeah. And also, me and a buddy of mine, we have so many tattoos that if we got something off a wall, we make you retire it. Most people don't even know what the fuck that means. You, if you go to an artist long enough and you see something on a wall that you like, you tell them, listen, I need that stencil. When you put it on me, I'm walking out of here with it. So nobody will ever get it again. Oh, okay. And if they respect you enough, they will retire the piece for you. You know? Did you watch Power yesterday? Another episode that had a lot of shit in it. I'm going to say one thing about Power yesterday that I really respect. I respect the female writer who came out and said, we know that we pissed you off. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I kind of respect that. Because we all, you can't tell me that when Kanan and Ghost, he gave uh, Ghost a loaded gun and said, come in the room with me. Yeah. You can't say, you didn't say to yourself, what the fuck did I waste my time with this for? Yeah. I think but we all I did like that. that. They, I did enjoy that they, I felt like they, she made some form of character development with Kanan because it shows that he really liked Tyreek. He, Tyreek's a Tyreek's his son that he didn't have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's trying to recapture, is it Sean? Sean, yeah. He's a he wants, pussy. Tyreek is going to be his Sean. And you know what's funny? Tyreek loves Kanan more than he loves his father. Yeah. Well, he loves Slim. Yeah, he loves Slim. But then I might have broke him up because, come to find out, Slim wasn't who he said he was. It looked like he was hurt behind that. Yeah, you know what? Tyreek finds everybody's everybody in history has always uh, turned their back on poor Tyreek. Yeah. I did like that that moment when Fifty Cent playing Kanan, and he was like, "Yeah, I killed my son, and I'll do it again." I was like, "If you," when I was looking at that scene, I'm like, "This motherfucker looks crazy." <laughs> and you know what? Here's the thing: people have to get over this. Kaden will die on the very last episode of Power, people. 50 Cent did not sign on for this shit to have his character. That's a fucking steady paycheck. 
He loves the publicity and stuff he gets from it. He's not walking away with his character being iced out. Yeah. I felt bad for Don Julio, though. Now, you want to know something? At least they let Julio go out like a man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He got a good dying scene. Now, I'm tired. I'm a little bit tired of fucking Dre always winning. Dre got to die. Dre, but you know what? Dre is going to be that thorn in the side. I think that Kanan and Ghost are going to have to team up to get Dre. So you think Dre would be the opposition? Yes, Dre, like like the writer said, we are revealing Dre's true evil. He's a manip. He's Ghost. He's Ghost without a Tommy. But they also have to figure out, Ghost left two people alive when him and Kanan robbed the stash spot. How but the you, hell do you explain that? I mean, yo, yeah, you could tell Tommy, yo, my son was kidnapped and I couldn't get in touch with you. Listen. But you killed one guy, you took his money, and you left two guys alive. Here's the deal. Ghost and Tommy will work that out. Tommy will tell him, I would have did the same fucking thing. That, that's my prediction. I would have done the same thing. Because one thing you cannot say, Tommy cares for that boy a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I think he cares He cares for him as much as he does Tasha or anybody else. He always has – he has, He drops what he's doing. He gets up off of a woman to go see about Tyreek. Yep. So he really does love that uncle shit. That means something to him. Yeah, he, besides his mother, they're like the only family. You know, now we all know – that the, the worst-kept secret on the history of power is that white guy in jail is Tommy's dad. It has to be. Yeah, it has to be. Someone said, though, the other day, they was like, maybe it's Holly's dad. And I was like, oh, that could be a good change. Okay. See, now that would, be, that would be a great WWE didn't see that angle coming. But I don't know why... He wouldn't know who the fuck Tommy Egan from Queens is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They would have to explain that. Yeah, because it's not like Holly. Let's not forget, Holly is an abused girl. She's not really grooving with her people. Yeah. That's why she was just grifted, traveling around, doing her thing. You know? So yeah, got, I, he's, he's very anxious for Ghost to give Tommy that phone. Yeah, he... It's it's like, you know what he, and see, the thing is, they kind of explained to us in the beginning, they wanted to make it clear, him and his wife never had children. Yeah. So this was that child that he had, he always knew was out there, but he never made a move towards. Now, his life is in, and matter of fact, some way or another, that gene that he has, because he's a killer too, is Tommy's gene. So I can see them in some way or another. They might ask, well, he can't get out of jail. I don't know. They can't write him out of jail because, no. you know, he's just you know, in there for, like, doing <laughs> dastardly shit. Unless, the, well, the, oh, no, the, no they, they wanted him to snitch in the beginning, but they didn't offer him to get out of jail. They just offered his wife something. Yeah, she's sick, so she needs uh, medicine. Now, so... I, I say power's good. I like it. I'm, I'm enjoying the storyline. We know we're watching a soap opera, so abnormal shit's going to happen in the course of soap operas. Friends become enemies. Enemies become friends. That's just how it goes. 
Yeah, I think they're kind of transitioning that down with Tasha and Lakeisha role. It looked like they're not vibing the way they used to. Yeah. And, you know, here's the thing. I, uh, Lakeisha just took almost, if I'm not mistaken, a half a million dollars, like two episodes, three episodes ago. She's pretty salty for a person that just took a half a million dollars. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not like... Yeah. Uh, you, you can't be that upset. You, yeah. you just opened up these shops. Season one, you was a bum. It's not like, it's not like what normally what gangsters do. They just do, uh, you know, like, we're just going to put shit in here. You remember how they were saying, we're just going to move drugs and ghosts club and fuck him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how they normally handle business. We're just going to do say, this. Though, it, was, it was refreshing that not have any of the prosecution guys on the, or Angela on the show yesterday. Oh. It was all about the street stuff. Yeah, because they wanted us to know that Ghost was back. But I yeah. have to admit, you know, it was nice seeing Ghost all dolled up and not in that fucking orange. I got tired of that. <laughs> you know, I got tired. I got tired of Charlie Murphy's character, and I got tired of him. Yeah, he had looked really sick too. I mean, I know he died of leukemia, right? Yes. He had. I didn't because I had just saw. I felt like I just saw Charlie Murphy in concert, and he he didn't look like that. So that damn cancer man eats your body. You know what? Rest in peace, Charlie. Charlie, Charlie gave it his all. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he made. He was a good enough actor to make you really despise, and also make you think that he had the physical strength to bring this kind of punishment to this man. Yep. You know, I would say the lady who writes the show, I think her name is Kenya. She has to be kind of sick in the head because it's two weeks, two weeks in a row. Someone got their head bashed in. Okay, the bat. The bat, and last week with the when he killed Charlie Murphy character with the with the weight. Oh yeah, well she, you know what? We getting ready into episode seven, eight, nine, and ten. There'll be some more ultra violence because oh, definitely. They, I think they I think they might go twelve this season though. Oh really? Uh, they have them in a the hole? Okay. Yeah, I think they might go twelve this season. It's the number one show on, on stars. I think they I think they said they signed on for twelve. Not one percent sure though. Hmm. Well, that's a good thing. I mean, it's not like shit. Like I said I, before, I wish I had four or five of them tonight to watch. Yeah, I, I think that's the problem. When you binge watch a show, and then when you get caught up. It's like shit. I ain't got nothing else. I would prefer to watch more of this show. Yeah, yeah. This this waiting a week thing, like a slub, sucks. Hey man, what the fuck is going on with Allen Iverson? NBA Iver, the NBA Allen Iverson has re-emerged in the Big Three League. It, the Cube had to have something in his contract though, like yo. If you void, if you don't show up the games, you 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 this contract might have to get voided. But to see, here's the thing, and I hope Cube learns this lesson going forward. Don't put your eggs, no matter how big that fucking egg, don't put it in all in one basket because he promoted Allen Iverson. Basically, it was him and Allen as the face of this whole big three. Yeah, he needed another star. I mean, the, the only other person that you could probably get. As big as Allen Iverson, that's retired. It's Kobe Bryant, and I think Bryant has too much money to do the big three league. Or Tracy McGrady. 
know, I don't know if I don't know if Tracy McGrady is worldwide known worldwide as uh, as an Iverson or because uh, remember he spent a lot of years injured too. Yeah. Again, then he wasted away at the Knicks. But you know, between this, the thing that let me know that something ain't right with Allen. Allen does not play in Philadelphia. That. That doesn't even make sense. To, that's like Patrick Ewing being in an old-timers game that's going to New York, and he takes off the night that they're playing in the garden. How the yeah. hell is Allen Iverson not play in Philadelphia? This is the people that love him the most. Then he yeah, doesn't need to. They have to figure that out. Then he does. He just no shows. Doesn't call just, anybody. Don't say nothing. And you he's coach. And the star of the league. And he, I, from what I hear, he's been barely playing. I know one game, I think he played nine minutes. Yeah, he's like he's just a sideshow, basically. Yeah. He's will like, he or will he not play this week? Cube, I'm just here. I mean, you know when a guy shows up and he has gold chains, a baseball hat, and a T-shirt on that doesn't match the team's T-shirt? He didn't come to play. Yeah. You know? So that's, you know, that's, Cube did say, because there were some NFL guys, well, I think two with the TL wanted to get in the big three, but Cube said he just wanted to keep it to the NBA guys. Yeah, you know what? Maybe next year he might have to open it up to you got a large enough name. I don't give a fuck if you're an actor. Yeah. I don't because you know what? There might be some balling ass actors who says, you know yeah. what? I'll give you the time, the energy, and I promise my word as a man that I'll be there. It's supposed to be about basketball. Yeah, but it can't become a freak show. You can't get somebody that can't play basketball. No, 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 no. We're not. I I'm not talking about Kevin Hart showing up for one fucking game and he really can't ball. I'm yeah, talking yeah. about people who can devote some time. And I ain't talking about Rappaport either. Nobody like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We don't need fucking Michael Rappaport or Spike Lee out there. <laughs> you know. Because T.O. wanted to be in the league. And... Yeah, but from what I hear. From what I hear, T.O. really can ball. He was a college ball player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cube denied it. Yeah, well, you know what? Cube can do what he wants right now because his goal – but, see, his goal for the big three has got to be to get that big three on live television. That changes everything. Yeah, it has to be live. That's why I don't watch. That's why I don't watch. And then see the wild out. I already know the results. You know, if I see live ball, I'll watch it. But I don't. If I know the results, I'm not going to watch it. Hmm. Now before the damn it, Cube, XS, the XFL was live. Yeah, you know what? I don't give a damn if he got. Maybe he has to say, you know, get off the station that he's on and hook up with like BET. BET yeah, will give him the time. Yeah, BET will give him the time. But even if, I can say, all right, even if it's taped, how about if you tape it and just show it three hours later, not a whole damn day. No, not with the internet and social media and Twitter. And... Oh, yeah. You don't even need a station. Broadcast it live on the internet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you can go Facebook Live. Make sure you just got some high-definition uh, fucking Wi-Fi. Yeah. You know? Now, before we get out of here, I wanted to touch on some other things, but I just want to leave on this one. I am still up in the air about the Ravens and Colin, Colin Kaepernick. The Ravens are still holding out hope or holding out that they might sign Colin. And and me personally, I don't like I don't like what the Ravens have done and I hate what Seattle did 
by actually taking all this good publicity from not the American public, but the love that they're getting from the black community by giving a brother a chance yeah. and then just to fuck him over. Yeah, my thing is I see some Ravens fans like, oh, why would they do that when we have a, a number one quarterback and a number two? Okay, Flacco has a back injury. And we see what happened to Tony Romo with his back injury. One hit could fucking end your season. And then what really killed everybody, this is what really hurt me as a black person. You go through three days last week of this Colin Kaepernick and blah, blah, blah. He speaks to Harbaugh every day on the phone and they laugh and they joke. And then you come out and you don't sign a professional quarterback instead of Colin. They signed an arena league football arena player league, yeah. quarterback. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, can can these motherfuckers uh put kick more dirt in our faces? They didn't even sign a quarterback like a, say like a Vince Young who was actually in the NFL. I was like, oh Jesus! A fucking arena league football player. I'm not saying they don't deserve a break, but arena league football player over a guy who went to an NFC championship and a Super Bowl. Really? And he's not blacklisted. I want to. Then what the fuck happens when you get blacklisted? They just come by your house and they send Tommy by your house for the bat. I saw someone posted on Facebook the other day. Oh, is Colin Kaepernick really blacklisted? Because I haven't seen him come out and say he wants to actually play for a team or that he's interested in playing for a team. I was like, God damn it! Black people do other black people just fucking wrong. And you want to know something? They're full of shit. Colin Kaepernick is not speaking to the Baltimore Ravens because he wants to sell popcorn in the stadium. Exactly. And I'm like, what? All right. I don't think Austin Davis, who Seattle signed, was walking around saying, I want to play for an NFL team. So, so because we haven't heard from Kaepernick speak to the public, it's, you sort of assume that he has no interest in playing it for the NFL? Colin Kaepernick right now is saying, ain't one of you fucking broadcasters I trust enough to sit down with for 10 minutes and talk. You're going to twist my words into some other shit. Yeah, yeah. Kaepernick will have to either do an interview with a reputable sports person, might have to be a minority, or he will have to go out on his own and just give an interview. Yeah. You know what? A no-question statement. Here's a statement that I posted to my blah, blah, blah live. Use it if you want on your stations. And I would like for him to have a show up at a Roger Goodell meeting and just throw questions at Roger Goodell. Hey, oh, yeah. if I'm not blackballed, how come this person got a job? This person yeah. got a job. Yeah, that was Roger's but, words to us to uh, yesterday. There's yeah. no blackball. What are you talking about? There's no blackball. Freaking idiot. We, we're supposed to believe that this guy who started in the NFL, 11 games last year, can help somebody off the bench. Matter of fact, I go to my grave believing I know for a fact that he's better than every fucking quarterback on the New York Jets roster. Oh, definitely. And the Jets, if the Jets are so-called tanking this season, then why not? Y'all don't have a quarterback anyway. Yeah. Yeah, this way you can get rid of him. You put him in such a shitty position that after the end of this year, his all his numbers and everything would suck so bad, you'd be like, we're done with him. Yeah, and this is coming from the New York Jets who signed Tim Tebow. Yeah. Yeah, not really a football player at all. And yeah. they kept signing fucking Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. You know? 
Well, Nat, wrap us up, brother. As always, folks, we need your support on YouTube. You can find us on YouTube at netboy.com. Comment, share, like. Even if you dislike it, you can still post why you dislike it. Hell, we'll, we'll, you'll get a response from us. Or hell, it, may, it might actually help us uh, improve the show. Also, you can find us on all forms of social media. That's Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, at NetboyDoc. Join those pages as well. Fantastic. Before I get out here, if you're listening in, Apple, because we're doing our best to get on iTunes, but from what I see, it takes quite a process. You got to get approved. You got to be listened to, blah, blah, blah. Could y'all move that along? We would love to be a member of the iTunes family. Well, those are going to be my last words, and I'm just going to say, this is Doc on behalf of Netboy Doc and Our World. Peace.